The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Welcome to My Brother, My Brother Main Advice Show for the Modern Era. You can smell it in the air. Crisp, inviting, warm scent of the pumpkin spice latte. It's back and we're celebrating. Um, I just had my first one of <clears throat> of this, of 2011. Yeah. Um, first pump spice of 2011. I still have, I finished it moments ago, mere moments ago. I went with the PSL with no whip on top, went skim milk in it. I love the idea of I love seasonal flavors like the idea of like peppermint everything in winter but if it were like summer and someone's like do you want some peppermint coffee I'm like no fuck, fuck you peppermint. fuck that and fuck you for that you idea want a pumpkin muffin what month is it it's June get out of here get, get out right here. out of this hey, town that we live people in. who say they should have the pumpkin spice latte every year why don't you start your day off with some birthday cake asshole yeah. Yeah. <laughs> birthday cake how about a tur- how about a Thanksgiving a plump Thanksgiving turkey on your birthday, which is in on which is not on Thanksgiving nor yeah, near. Yeah, how it. about a birthday turkey? Asshole! I cannot have the pumpkin spice latte anymore. I'm trying to watch my carbs. Oh, Justin! I know. I don't want to think about. It. I might treat. No, it doesn't have carbs if it's delicious. If I find mm-hmm. out I have a terminal disease, I might treat myself to one. I'm really so- more of an eggnog latte man myself. But- hey, listen. I didn't come yeah. here for your judgment. I came to give it advice. It's not winter yet. You keep your eggnog latte to yourself where, where it belongs. I'll keep my Can't, eggnog latte in my tummy. Do you know what I'm a little disappointed? I'm a little disappointed in the fact that the PSL lacks any um, re- rejuvenative properties. I I like I spent all day yesterday just drinking whiskey and eating Tex-Mex, basically from sun up to sundown. Mm-hmm. And alone I was in your I was in your apartment, just alone. <laughs> Uh, and I was really hoping that a, a, a morning time PSL would would bring me out of my stupor, but it has it has actually redoubled my sorrows. I am actually. So sadder. you want a pumpkin spice latte with like some ginkgo and like some beta carotene and some David carotene? No, I just want to so drink like, it and so then not. Like, hey, tummy, not doing so good. How about some cream? How about some <laughs> sweet pumpkin cream? Yeah, I just I want to be able to drink it and then not shit my guts out later. <laughs> that ship has sailed. Uh, I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm your middleest brother, Travis McElroy. I'm your sweet babyest brother, Griffin McElroy. I'm really, guys, burning the candle, burning the candle at both ends over here. I'm Literally. holding it together with scotch yeah. tape and floss. Uh, this is, of course, an advice show for the modern era. We take your questions and uh, unsolicited questions from the Yahoo Answer Service and turn them into wisdom, like alchemy or uh, <sighs> like. Pumpkin spice lattes. Mm-hmm. Boy, one of those would go down good. I wish I wasn't so fat. Here's our first question. <laughs> I'm a lady who has got her sexy right. Mm. No pumpkin spice lattes there. However, I feel weird approaching guys I'm interested in, afraid I'll appear too forward and scare them off. My friend, a male, says that this is not the case that men would love to get proposition. I feel bad like word choice. Bad That's word a bad choice. word choice. Uh, I feel this is a myth and that most guys would get freaked out. Is my friend right or crazy? Mystified in Michigan. You make First of so... all, propositioning someone is what a prostitute does. Yeah, hey, sailor. Hey, Jack, sailor. Did you see what I'm working with? Coming to this port often. Hey, uh, hey, ladies and gentlemen, if you're wondering why there, there is a battle of the sexes, why the sexes can't seem to agree on anything, this is how fundamentally they misunderstand each other. You make me yeah, so like, angry. A base level, like this is you what know, we're building from. Do you know what I think it is? I think it's that everyone speaks in generalities. Like the guy said, all guys would love this, and the girl said, all guys would be afraid of this. I think that there are definitely guys that would be very intimidated by a girl walking up to them and hitting on them. I also think that there would be guys that would be flattered and totally into it. Hey, and then I think there'd be guys who wouldn't fucking care. The guys, but Travis, like the guys 
who would be intimidated by it are also have like a genetic predisposition to propagate the species. Yeah. And, if, and like they're not gonna like huh, shriveling shrinking violet. They're gonna be <laughs> like what if you're like, you, walking up to them and like grabbing them by the nuts and just saying like give me these. Yeah, yeah this, this, this is my seed. Yes. Yeah, I've never, I don't think any dude has ever looked uh, across a bar at a pretty girl and said, man, I hope she doesn't come talk to me. It's always, Jesus uh, Christ, I hope she stays at least 20 feet away. Yeah, it's always, how can I trap her? I need to make a, a like a nest of leaves and sticks with a big pit underneath. I need to make a bamboo tiger pit and catch <laughs> that, catch that broad. Uh, like, yeah, like, eat, I don't know the mind of the woman, as my wife is keen to remind me, but... I do know that in a man's mind, if an attractive lady were to come up and talk to you, um, you may have to turn her down because you're otherwise occupied. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, like with another with another lady first. I'm first. I'm playing snake on my phone. I'm sorry. Sorry. You can wait. You should see how long this snake is. I've got a quickens right now. Whoa. I just want to check. <laughs> Doing some quickening. I have to quickens. Um, yeah, like you, you may have to turn it down, but nobody's gonna be like. Ah. Leave. Yeah. I think also I think that there's a certain amount of when a girl has approached a guy in the past and the guy has like not been interested, what she's told herself is that that guy was intimidated by her and that's how that rumor like got started. I think that it is just as likely that the guy just wasn't feeling her vibe. Ah, see, that's such a shame because I think it I I, I don't claim I also don't claim to know the mind of a woman, but I think that if you're a super attractive lady and you go up to a dude who is clearly less attractive than you are at a bar and you proposition him and he turns you down, you never recover from that. You you mm. you ain't never coming back from that. I'm sorry, like can we take a step back here? Why is prop why is like every romantic encounter that this girl has like Robert Redford in indecent proposal? Like why <laughs> is there to be a proposition like oh, excuse me? There I mean, is $10,000 in my hotel room upstairs. You have to find it. My associate Reginald has a briefcase <laughs> with $100,000. I am propositioning you. What accent is that? What? Half comic book guy, half uh, Hitchcock. Okay. It was really, it. really scary. <laughs> was, maybe that's why the guy is intimidated. These Hello. unmarked, much like myself. <laughs> No needle of tattoo has touched my skin. I'm ready to make love to you. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. I am so upset. Reginald, That's... open the briefcase. I... <laughs> you will see the bills are in Ugandan currency. They are untraceable. Oh, $100,000 in gold cougarans. gold bullion. My associate Reginald. We'll take this gold bullion to a deposit box of your selection. <laughs> <laughs> At that oh, point, God. a brief, fleeting love making will commence. Oh, Jesus. Now I'm just. Where are you about, going? Like, I'm thinking about being at a bar and then, like. Excuse me. The, the Lord of House Harkonnen from Dune, like, floating over. <laughs> Good evening. The spice is life. <laughs> I have a briefcase of spice. Oh, Jesus. Derek, actually, at the end there, there was some Borat third in. <laughs> People seem to like that. Uh-huh. Oh, that crazy uh, Borat cat. Yeah, like, don't proposition. Maybe just strike up a conversation. See if you yeah. have some chemistry. See if... The, try that out, maybe. Um. Hey, I'm getting married to the love of my life next year. Thing is, I'm a freelance writer who doesn't make a lot of money. So all the cash we're saving now is going towards making the wedding awesome, making sure we don't have to live out of a dumpster afterwards. Because of this, our budget for our honeymoon is pretty low. Where are some good places my future wife and I can go uh, and enjoy our new married life without spending a lot of dough? We live in the Dallas, Texas area, if that helps. Britain in Brokesville. Um, I, I actually have a pretty good suggestion for the, a couple of my friends, uh, got married a year or two ago and before they went on their real honeymoon, because they were very, um, uh, busy with work and everything, they did this thing that I really liked and they stayed in Cincinnati 
but in a hotel and acted as though they were tourists in their hometown. So they went and did stuff that they never do. They went to uh, restaurants and to like theaters that they never go to and like stayed in a hotel. So they did a honeymoon, but in the town that they lived in, they didn't have to travel no like expenses to like get overseas or anything like that. So, so you might try that out. A, a stunny moon? Is that the okay? A yeah, moon. maybe. Okay. Yes. Maybe you um, guys just don't even get a hotel. Maybe you just like sleep in a different room in your own house, yeah, and just like, just like take so, like care. set up a tent. Just like take care of each other. Oh. Oh, you mean? Oh, oh. yeah. Oh boy! Oh, oh, oh golly! Oh yikes! Um, the uh, what my wife and I did is we actually we had already been living together when we got married, so we had most of our like household appliance type things. Um, what we did was we had people. Uh, we used this site called uh, I think it's the Big Day dot com maybe, but um, it lets you lets people give you money for a trip, but they're buying you things for your wedding. So like we had a fifty dollar denomination, and that was dinner at a restaurant now um, correct me if i'm wrong didn't you also put on there at one point uh dancing lessons with antonio banderas that was one of the options <laughs> and i actually had uh someone come to me afterwards and say so how are those dancing lessons <laughs> and i had to break the news to them that i'm sorry I did not actually have that. You just gave me some money that I probably spent on <laughs> because An- Antonio Banderas isn't real. <laughs> He's not real. He's not real. He's a computer-generated meme. Mm-hmm. It's got spread around the web. So yeah. a joke that went a little too far. He went viral, and he went Zorro, and then he went Zeta, Zeta Jones. <laughs> what a talent she is. Um, so also computer-generated. I have to. I don't want to pat us on the back too much, but. We had like two or three legitimate answers to this question. I feel pretty good about it. Yeah. Let me take your temperature, Griffin. How do you feel? I don't know. I feel like there's I feel like there's some stuff. I feel like the Texas aspect. I feel like we could explore that. Well, maybe you could address of the three of us, I think the best one to address that would be Travis. Yeah. Travis, what's going on in Texas these days? I'm glad you asked. Um from what I understand, there's just oil being struck everywhere. Okay. And so maybe you could have like an oil themed honeymoon. So you're saying that for to celebrate their their newfound eternal love, they uh-huh. they they indulge in some tycoon ship. Yeah, 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 yeah. Big hats, uh, build big belt buckles, bolo tie, big um, shiny white teeth. Yeah, yeah, and like a walrus style mustache. Don't make okay. your wife grow a mustache. Like yeah, she's don't your, well, your wife with a mustache. Let me ask you this, Justin. As the only one of the three of us that is married, as far as I know, um, what, in your opinion, is the actual point of the honeymoon? Is it just like a celebration of, hey, we're married now? Let's have the two weeks of, of awesome honeymoon. party? I'm glad you asked, Travis. The point of the honeymoon used to be that you could finally do it. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so you'd want to do it all the time. Maybe you remember that hit episode of Wings... When Joe and Helen got married, I guess they had never done it before because they really hung out in their hotel he, room. And he did must it all be the time. a stronger man than I, because how, how mm-hmm. can you how can you resist Helen? Yeah, it's a good yeah. question. She starts playing that cello, and it's like, don't mind if I do. Don't mind but if I do forever. These days, it. people tend to live together. Uh huh. They tend to have a little bit of that stuff beforehand. So, um, I don't think that. It serves the same traditional role. I think for um, my wife and I, we we went out of the country. It was a really nice opportunity to sort of um, get uh, get used to the idea of being married and kind of get away from everybody and have our few first you know week and a half uh, as a married couple, sort of figuring that out ourselves. So Just it's like, like marriage spring training. It's marriage boot camp, exactly right. Okay. Um, and you just ex- you just explore each other's bodies. So I no, guess I don't what you're saying like is anymore, real but. real advice here. It doesn't matter where you go or what you do as long as you're together. Just explore each other's bodies. Okay. Just exploring every exploring each other's body. Honeymoon in nook. each other's bodies. Okay. Every crag, every, every cranny. All right. Just set up a hotel room and each other's bodies and just stay there for a while. Just really get to know it. More than ten milliliters of pumpkin spice latte. I need you to explore it. Uh, <laughs> 
yeah, just kind of whatever you do, make sure that you cut yourselves off from everybody for a little while. Just mm. really treat yourself six or seven that. months tops. You don't feel like that sets up the bar a little high, though. Like I feel like I feel like fresh off the the wedding block. I feel that that you should maybe have like a shit a shitty honeymoon and then have it get better from there. Do you know what I mean? Like you you came it's- back from Europe. You were probably expecting every day to be a sweet Irish adventure, but it wasn't, was it? That's true. It wasn't it a was sweet not. Irish adventure every day. And you had to, isn't a, a sweet Irish adventure every day. Most you have to, days for me. You got to come to grips with that fact. I feel like maybe for your honeymoon, you should just have this really acrimonious um, sort of rapport with your with your new wife. I think maybe you should go do something unpleasant, like help a friend move. Like maybe that's your honeymoon. Ooh. And then it only gets better from there. That's oh, help your friend move whether they were planning to or not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Secretly help your friend move and then face the breaking and entering charges together as a couple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Griffin. You know what? You know where no, no one ever goes on their honeymoon? Hmm. Prison. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I beg to, I am adjacent to Logan County. I'm pretty sure some people have gone to prison for their honeymoon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sir. How about a Yahoo? Yes. Okay. Um, this one was sent in by FaceStyle. Thank you, FaceStyle. It's by Yahoo Answers user. Nerdy Game Girl Doll. Okay. Oh. Who asks? She's trying her best. Oh, bless her. Is it a little extraordinary that I accidentally speak in an English accent? (laughs) Whoa. Every once in a while, I slip into an English accent, even though I was born and raised in Colorado. I can't count to ten. no. I can't count to ten with no waiting times without doing it. I've never known what? what I don't know. I've never known anyone from out of the country except for Russians and Canadians, and I don't notice when it happens until my friends start to talk in their English accents, which frankly are horrid sounding most of the time, and then I'm not too sure what to do. So, could anyone tell me if it's a little extraordinary or odd? Does anyone else do this? Does anyone have any idea why I might do this? Thanks for your help. I have an idea. I, I am this. trapped in a douche ice age. You have you have douche blood in your veins. Yeah. Is your grandmother half douche? Because that would make you, I think, a quarter douche, right? I am one-sixteenth douche, and that's why I speak with an English accent sometimes. You know that sometimes they say, when they're telling you about, you know, talking to you about writing literature, that you should use efficient language that communicates the most amount about a person, you know, without saying. Yeah. Showing rather than telling. Feeling. Mm-hmm. Doing. That first sentence of this question tells you everything you could ever need to know about this person. Mm-hmm. Like That seems like the type of name badge they should wear if you were meeting them for the first time. And you just look down and be like, oh, okay. And then walk away from them and never acknowledge their Goodbye. existence again. <laughs> Does this make me special? Am I a special <laughs> snowflake? Because, oh, blimey, gov. Oh, God. <laughs> Um, I guess it makes you special in the way that I hate you more than anyone else. Oh my god. Can you imagine trying to talk to this person in real life? So like, yeah, I think we should go to Hot Topic and, and then, oh, go, let's hit the Yankee Why does this keep happening Apples to and me? Pears. Every time I try to oh, have a geez. conversation with you, it comes out. I don't know what. If you know this person, if you in your life uh, are acquainted with this person, do me a favor and start to slowly convince them that not only is it not normal, that it is cause for concern when that happens. Yeah. It's like a really shitty version of the movie Phenomenon. (laughs) Yeah. Like, convince them that they need to go talk to somebody uh, professional about this and, like, start to get really worried about them and maybe cease to hang out with them for a while. I have, and, I like have this, a confession to make, Daniel. You and I have been in a relationship uh, for three years now. I have a condition. I haven't had an episode <laughs> in, in over 12 months, but I do have a condition where I occasionally speak in an English accent. Is that extraordinary? <laughs> I'm, do you I'm, think taking, that I'm taking medication. I've been on a pretty intense uh, therapy regimen for a while now. What do you, you know, think? But it could strike at any time. Is this extra? Do you know what medication this person should go on? What poison? <laughs> <laughs> nah, she's trying her best. It's just she'll, like she'll look back at this and laugh one day. It's about. bad enough 
what's worse this person who is probably a, a 12 year old who is trying to find her place uh-huh, in the world, i was gonna say 12 or the person who um uh the person who goes to london with their rich parents uh on a like summer rake and then comes back and then exclusively talks with a, a british accent which is worse. which one's worse yeah Oh god, it's it's like so tiny a difference. Both are so terrible. I think that this this person is worse because they're asking if it's extraordinary. <laughs> yeah, okay, there it is. They recognize they're doing it and and they're still doing it. So But yeah. they recognize that they're doing it, but they claim to have like no control over it. Like I just slip into it. What's going on? Am I possessed? Can we yes. do the rest of this uh, episode of our compod? Uh, can we do it with accents, and then this will be the accent episode? Would that be ex- would that uh, be extraordinary? We're a too deep already. Well, it we've already. Is, I can I can only do French Canadian trapper, like a French Canadian fur, and I can only say the sentence "I am a French Canadian trapper," and okay. that's the only thing I can say. Well, that's that'll be the only thing you say for the rest of the podcast. Like Justin oh, broke out his barren his barren heart. Can be the last thing he says? Yes, <laughs> that would be ideal. Justin can bust out his Baron Harkonnen. I will do that drunk beetle accent that I was doing a few a few minutes ago, and then Travis and just says shit, that, that was one. A good one. Yeah, Travis yeah. just says that one thing over and over again. Um, so before we uh, take a trip, um, I would like to throw out. Uh, Justin made the mistake of giving me time between the time when we were going to record the episode and the time when we actually did. So I played a game with our listeners and ask them for words that they would like to hear on the show. You made a mad list. I arranged those words into a short story that I would like Griffin to read now. Okay, so what I'm looking at is a mad lib that uh-huh. <laughs> It's a mad lib. Like that's not let's not split hairs. Yes. Sometimes we make bits on the show because I think it'll be they'll be funny. And then sometimes we make bits on the show to antagonize each other. For instance, monthly observances I hate that bit. <laughs> I think Travis kind of does too. Griffin inflicts it on us every fucking month. This was actually Justin's punishment for not being ready to record the call when he was supposed to. That, so listen, now I he had, has to hear this Mad Lib. I had something really important come up. It was what was it? It was a cliffhanger. What? Excuse me? It was a cliffhanger. Could just not watch the second half. Of what show, Justin? Mm-hmm. Was it toddlers and tiaras? Yeah. Okay. Eden, Eden Wood lost her, lost her foot in a logging accident. <laughs> they didn't know if she'd be able to perform. Uh, this is the epic and moist fable of Bumsy Clumhole and the Marshmallow Debacle. Why am I doing this? <laughs> Read away. Go stop. Travis, now. this is making me hate you and our listeners who sent this shit in. Do it. One fine and scrumptious day, Bumsy was hanging out with his funkalicious friend Batman. They were runny late for the big race. The thick freakness. <laughs> They'd been watching the clock when suddenly everything got all timey wimey wibbly wobbly. So there's a Doctor Who thing. So they, so they leapt onto their Pegasus, Celestia Sprinkles, and sprang into action, only stopping to get a fish taco on the way. Slow down, yelled Batman. This is chafing my turgid front butt and giving me the vicious thoughts. Oh, hogwash, yelled Bumsy. Stop being persnickety. This is Funkalicious. Incredible, <laughs> sighed Batman. But sadly, the whole thing was a boondoggle. Bumsy died. <laughs> and Batman was left as the only living boy in New York. That was the end of it, and we will never do that to you again. And I promise <laughs> you. I wrote a book in um, second grade called Grant Andrews Kid Cop. That reads uh-huh. uh, that reads better than that thing that you made. <laughs> Why did you do that to him? Why is uh. it that you were trying to punish me, but Griffin ends up catching? Because it was humiliating. I said words in there that I would never say. Funkalicious. You realize that every word I say is like a precious treasure, right? And you just <laughs> yes. you just you just tarnished my streak. A precious treasures. Uh, let's. There's only one way I can wash the taste from. <laughs> I liked I I'm 30, though. I, I think old people jokes are funny. Uh, let's go to the money zone. Let's go to the suicide zone. <laughs> and then the money zone. 
Hey, Katie. Happy birthday, lady. Thank you for being you. Your boyfriend, Charlie, you introduced to a lot of great stuff, like My Brother, My Brother, Me, and Vice Show for the Modern Era, and Katamari Damacy. And now he's returning the favor by saying, hey, happy birthday. I, you know, there's there's so much of a connection between those two things, don't you guys think? Between My Brother, My Brother, Me, and Katamari Damacy? Yeah, because in Katamari Damacy, you roll a ball, and you pick up things to make the ball bigger. And in, uh-huh. and in My Brother, My Brother, Me, you roll your ears through our words... And it makes your heart bigger. Wow. You're right. That's yeah, haunting. Until you, your heart gets too big for your chest, and then you die, you die from it. Yeah. You explode. Or like Seabiscuit. That's my favorite trap from the Saw movies. <laughs> hey, Charlene, your uh, boyfriend Adam is Gabriel is having his birthday today. And you... Uh, you fucked up twice really bad so far. Let me try this. Uh, let me try Let's this. take it apart. The first goof... <laughs> Was that you called her Charlene uh-huh. and not Charlene. Okay, that was my bad. You know, you know who my favorite Hollywood actress is? Charlize Theron. Hey, mm-hmm. uh, Adam, happy birthday and anniversary from Charlene. Uh, both are within Char- about... It's a soft, it's a soft show. Char- Charlene. I mean, I'll tell you the other problem is that um, you were stuttering earlier and you said Adam is Gaber. And that sounds like... <laughs> no, Adam is, a- Adam is Bieber. Adam uh, is Beaver. Adam Gaber, it's their anniversary and his birthday. They're within about three days of each other. He likes many things, but loves I, bumblebees. I'm going to call Charlene out on something here. What do you mean it's about three days apart? Like it fluctuates? Well, his well, birthday. Yeah, right. Shouldn't exactly. it be exactly three days apart? Why are you acting like this? You know that every day is like incrementally, like microscopically longer than the last day. You know that, right? Like days are getting longer. Yeah. She's actually far more accurate than you are. Oh. Because they started dating at some point during the day, and he was born at some point during the night. So. Oh, so she's got it like down to the second. She knows mm-hmm. exactly the second. She just didn't want to bore you with the details. But hey, uh. ha- happy birthday and anniversary. If uh, you'd like me to mispronounce your name, you can go to MaximumFun.org forward slash Jumbotron and uh, get a message up there. But uh, thank you to all of you, and happy birthday or anniversary, as the case may be. Um, I'd like to come off it with a Yahoo answer, if we can. Okay. Gladly. Uh, this one, this one's actually old. I've been holding on to this one. I've had this arrow in my quiver for a long time, and this is by Jacob Locker. Thank you, Jacob. It's by Yahoo Answers user James, who asks... How can I make myself into a human peanut butter and jelly sandwich? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Go on. Okay. Okay. I like making messes. And I want to <laughs> really do this. The first thing I want to do is get covered in a peanut butter type of mixture and then a jelly type of mixture and have like uh, some giant bread made of smaller bread. And also, when I get the peanut butter mixture and j- j- jelly mixture poured on me, oh, she, no. I lay on the bread and get it dumped on me. Or just stand up and have it poured on me. It's your vote. And last but not least, how could I make like a maybe runny, liquidy peanut butter mix and runny, liquidy uh, jelly mix? Uh, that, that, guys, that, that was all one, one sentence. Oh, no. Tell me what you guys think, and how could I, how I could make a mess with this stuff? And I forgot to say that at the end, after I get the mixtures poured on me, I'm gonna get two giant pieces of bread, cover it with regular PB and J, cover myself up, and maybe roll around in it, unleash the ideas and the creativeness. Ha ha ha! This will be so much fun and feel awesome. I'm right in thinking that there's an underlying, and all the while I'm going to be jerking it so right. I'm going to jerk it uh, in this runny, liquidy, jelly-type mixture. Oh, and BT Doves, I'm just going to be jerking it. Danny's just one flag away from that trip to Universal Studios. He's made it through the Gax Mountain. (laughs) He's made it through the car wash. Now he's just got to get this one last flag from a giant peanut butter jelly suit. And oh my god, is he masturbating? He's so excited about that Casio keyboard. That Casio keyboard, that he has flown. found the flag. He is using the flag as some sort of jerk it sheath. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Mark it, Summers, and I quit television forever because I am yucked. <laughs> I am retired. I have now have obsessive compulsive disorder. I know because of this child's lewd act. <laughs> 
I am leaving the entertainment business. And that completes our Mark Summers origin story. <laughs> those flags, those flags are for those are roller skate vouchers, not jerket sheets. Sir, sir, sir. Pardon. Good day. You do. You win nothing. <laughs> hey, Mark. You want to watch? Hey, hey Mark. Mark? I, trip, I double dare you. I'm. I'm gonna ask. <laughs> I'm going to ask a question. Mark you up for a physical challenge? <laughs> Come over maybe, here and watch. I, I might be hoping for too much here when I ask this question. To what purpose? He likes to make messes. He but, like, get, that's it? Like, he's going to do this in the privacy of his own home? He likes to get super sloppy. Like, he's just going to be in his parents' basement making himself a giant PB&J? I think it's going to take him a while. I think it's going to take him a long time, but not too long, because if he wants to make a giant bread out of tiny breads, those are going to get kind of kind of moldy after... Yeah. Oh, so you're afraid of this getting gross in some way. <laughs> right, I'm saying that he's got a really small window to if he wants to do this taste, If he wants to do this tastefully, he's got to be quick about it. If he does this at home by himself, it's disgusting. If he does it in front of a crowd, it's modern art. Yeah. Well, that's the idea, right? He wants to unleash the ideas and creativeness. And as a side effect, it's going to be so much fun, and it's going to feel awesome. And, like, I don't deny that. Can you guys imagine how good that would feel? Well, as long as he doesn't use Chunky, because that shit gets everywhere. Yeah, that would be kind of abrasive on your skin. You would have to go Jif smooth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, totally. Or Cheesy moms choose Jif for their man-sized PB&Js. Can, <laughs> can I change my... Either legal name or karaoke name to Jif Smooth. <laughs> I think you can go Jif Smooth. <laughs> who, who borrowed your car? I loaned it to Jif Smooth. Ah, as a misstep. Yeah, I should have known. Yeah, because he likes to make messes. It's a messy, messy boy, Jif Smooth. When um, he says like a, a jelly type mixture, does he mean jelly? I believe jelly is a jelly-type mixture. It has to be some sort of gelatinous, plasmodic uh, substance. Something that oscillates between liquid and solid. Oh, like uh, lava. Like lava, yeah. Which would be great. Uh-huh. If I, hey, why don't we do this? I'll wrap you up in a blanket or an afghan, and I'll say you're a burrito, and I'll throw you in a volcano so that <laughs> we never have to think about you again. That sounds uh, great. <laughs> that sounds like a real tasty mix. Will this guy eat it? Later? Yeah, that's that's what I don't understand. Like, is he doing this, and then he's gonna be like, "Now somebody eat me." Or now is he just someone... like doing it, and then he's gonna be done, and then he's gonna shower and then go to work at the. Block I don't think he's there. gonna shower. I think he's gonna go to work still covered in you know placenta or whatever he ends <laughs> Jeff, up. Jeff, you've with. been trying to get fired for a long time. Um, this is your most. I feel like you finally crossed the line. Outlandish plan yet again, or he's gonna do this in the middle of his local park. And people will be like, "This is this is Jif Smooth's magnum opus." Or he'll do it. He'll do it on NBC late nights and have Guy Fieri give him a hundred thousand dollars on Minute to Win It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's basically what Minute to Win It is. Just making a giant pyramid. I bet you have sixty seconds to get so nasty. <laughs> if you can cut yourself in peanut butter, then steal my head visor. I'm going to give you a hundred thousand dollars. Let's play Mim to Um. I have not seen the show. <laughs> Oh, he's got peanut butter stuck in his mouth. <laughs> Why are you licking Jif Smooth off? Can we create a reality TV show that's like sort of most dangerous game? Like, or Hard Target is a better example, where it's just you have to find Guy Fieri and take his headwear. <laughs> and make it your own. Like a Lord of the Flies kind of thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It would be sort of like The Amazing Race... Mixed with hostile because because okay. you have to take his head too. <laughs> you gotta take the head of Guy Fieri. Bring me the head of well, Guy Fieri. All his his life power is bound to his head visor. Right. Like that's that's he, that is the sort of the 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 magical root that animates his Guy his Fieri golem, is a his golem esque body. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> hey, you know what? You guys can laugh it up. Man makes a hell of a Tex Mex salad plate. <laughs> that man makes a great Chinese. <laughs> yum. yum. Yum, yum, yum. Yum, yum, give me some. Uh, for the last year and a half, a friend of our family has been staying on our couch Monday through Friday. He works in Manhattan during the week, returns to his family upstate on the weekend. 
My question is, how do I let him know he needs to find another couch without being the asshole who stops him from providing for his family? Bewildered in Brooklyn. Wow, that's a toughie. Hey, I, I do want to. I want to alleviate. I want to alleviate your guilt, though. Uh, you are not like you're not stopping him from provide. He's not providing for his family. He's living on your couch. You're providing for his family. You're you're a meeting year, him halfway here. A year and a half. It's no big deal. No, it like, seems like the kind of thing you do where you say, hey, I need to do this until I can find other arrangements. It's just 500 days of D- Devin. Oh, just 500 God. days of Devin just crashing on the couch. This is fucking you, me, and Dupree shit. Hey, when people uh, go to look for a place to live, they do that. Like, this is not how people do. Like, we get places to live in. Yeah. We find a place to live, and then we live in it. Is Every he, day of the week. Is he in any way, like, compensating you or, like, paying you for bills or rent you, or something? Listen, I want you to know something, friend of the show. You, you should have, like, guilt should not even be in your, like, you could not be further from the asshole. You could set the couch on fire and throw it out a window while he's sleeping on it. You still would not be the bad guy in the situation. Yeah. I think all you have to do is say, listen, um, it's been a while now, and I, I'd like to know what the permanent solution is. A while? It's been a goddamn year and a half. Yeah. It's been seasons, all the while. Seasons have changed. Winter has melted into spring. A young now man... for you to get the fuck out. A young man's fancy has turned to fucking leave. Get out of my house. <laughs> if this living situation were a human being, it would be like walking and almost talking yeah. now. Yeah, it is talking. It's saying, get the fuck out get of my the house. Fucking, fucking leave. I want to sit on that couch. <laughs> it smells like you forever. It smells like you sleep. It smells like you when you're asleep. I hate it here. <laughs> I'm moving. You can stay if you want. How is your friend comfortable with this living arrangement? Like, it's what a great. Well, it's a great couch. I, no, I don't want to pass judgment here, but I can't imagine living on someone's couch. For five days a week, for a year and a half, and not feeling like an asshole myself. I I have this theory that living in New York is kind of like living in an awesome, but also post-apocalyptic world, where it's like, we just gotta survive, man. We gotta survive so we can go get to the good parts. Oh, so it's like catch-as-catch-can. Like, you find a closet to sleep in, and you sleep there. I saw this video of this gentleman who was living in an apartment that was 63 square feet. 63 square feet. His his bed turned into a couch with the use of special panels, and he kept his microwave in his clothing closet. Oh, no. That's not an apartment. He's gonna That eat. is not an apartment. He's that is a boxcar. You are a boxcar hobo. But think about what a great scene that's going to be when they may do his true Hollywood story, because he turns into a famous actor. He was totally happy about it. He's like, oh, I prefer, you know, I just, I go out and do all my business in the city, and then I come home, I just sleep in here, and it's like, yeah, but that's what, like, prisoners say. <laughs> I in live jail. in this Iron Maiden. Um, <laughs> it's I, rent-controlled, so that's pretty nice. It's just $850 a month, uh, no bills included. It's uh, it gets pretty cold. There's it gets pretty cold in the winter, but my four friends just come in and sleep on top of me. Uh, <laughs> Make a, 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 oh, I, a I, human peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Yeah. Do you know what he paid for that apartment? Like eight hundred bucks. Yeah. That's that's not okay, guys. So yeah, kick your friend out. Kick him the fuck. Hey, hey, you know what? You know what? Seriously, not a, not even a joke. I know this would be an awkward moment for you. Take us over there. Pick us up. Carry us over there. John, pick up the computer, lug us over there. Hey, friend. Hey, listen. These times, the no. You know what? I'm not even gonna do the nice thing because it's been a year and a half. Time to go. Yeah. Time to time to fish. What is it? Fish and friends keep for three days. Yeah. What is it? What's the thing? Fish and friends. Yeah. You you wrap up your friends in some newspaper and you toss them to people and then you throw them out the door. Yep. It's it's time to. Company and poultry stink after a week. That's what um, that's what the quotables. Please, say, quotables. please go. Yeah, I now I'm talking to Griffin also. <laughs> oh, Both the, the friend friend you've been sleeping on the couch. We've all had some good times. There was the one time when Jeff brought over the whiskey and you guys got really drunk. It was great and everybody. Yeah, it's time to go. 
It's gone far enough. It's time to leave. It's time to go. Are you going? You're still Are here. you out now? Pick up Is a, he gone? Is he gone? Hey, pick up a bag. Put your things in the bag. That's right, you don't have any things because you're sleeping on a couch. And just go. Uh-huh. Go find an apartment. Find a bag that's big enough for your things. Collect them. And skedaddle. Skedaddle. Just GTFO. Come on. It is... Let me check my watch. Bounce a clock. <laughs> Time to bounce. Why are you still here? Get out. No, we can hear you. You just pretended to walk away and then froze. We heard you I, open the door and then you. shut it. It is dip time. It is time to dip. Go. You're still here. Go. Go. Close the door behind you. Now, don't no, come change back. Change the locks. Change, change the locks, locks quick. So change the locks. Quick. Get a two by four and board it up. Board it up. Now, listen. You got to leave through a window and you can never come back. They can never see you again. Uh-huh. You're a ghost now. You hear me? You're a ghost. Why are you still here? You need to go to. You got to go into a gas station bathroom <laughs> and cut and dye your hair. Shave off your beard. Uh, change your clothes. And never come back. There. Change your name. Now. Quick. Wait. Wait. Come back. Come back. Turn us around towards the TV. And put on Steve Wilkos. <laughs> now go. <laughs> now go. Uh, this is our house now. Man, this couch chair is comfortable. I get why you slept on it for five. Oh days. man, a free apartment. Hey, you got any fun, Joe's? That's all right. We'll find them later. We'll walk Where's around. Where's fun, Joe's at? Gonna dip them. We're gonna evolve. Um, so so this is our pad now. It's pretty nice. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. I like it, especially the couch. I'm gonna need you guys to leave because I have a I have a girl coming over. Oh okay. Oh yeah, no worries. No sweat. She's on a she's on a MacBook Pro. It's ca- It's casual. Uh, I recently started dating this amazing girl. We only have been dating for the past three weeks, but I can tell there's a true connection. The problem is we're both in our mid-twenties, back living at home, trying to get back on our feet. Neither of us are that happy with our current living situation. My question is, is it too early to see if she's interested in looking for a place to live and if she wants to make a roommate out of her new and super fun boyfriend, Lovebirds, leaving the nest? (sighs) I I know what my answer is. Uh, Yeah. Um... Uh, that's I mean, a tough one, man. Three weeks. It, three weeks is not a lot of weeks. That's not very many weeks. Here's the thing. I I don't think it's too early. I just don't know what the rush is. Like, are you about to get kicked out of your house? Is you know what I mean? Like, maybe that's, yeah, talk about yeah. This. Maybe talk about this in like a month or two. Yeah, I'm all for rushing it, but you're gonna sign a year lease, and like, yeah, that could be really uncomfortable. Well, like, Teresa and I, both of our leases were ending at the same time, and we'd been together for about two or three months, and we realized that it was stupid to get two separate one-bedroom apartments, so we just got one one-bedroom apartment together. Can you, can you find a month-to-month? That's the true That's the true sign of love right there, is yeah. a month-to-month. A month-to-month, that's your sign of love? Yeah, because it's like, I respect you, you respect me, this might work out, it might not. But regardless, if we get angry in September, oh. we can stop seeing each other in October. We don't have to wait until May. We will have to wait till the end of the month, though. Yeah. Try to hold off that fight till at least, like, the 23rd. Like, you terrible bit. Oh, wait, hold on. Oh, it's the 15th. Just you wait. Just you wait. I'm putting this in my uh, journal. You're going to get it. That would actually be a really good rela- relationship tincture i think if every time you were gonna have a fight you had to wait to the end of the month to have it uh-huh you would never fight you would never fight it would be well, great except on the 30th and like, then you would fucking explode <laughs> fucking cage match yeah um i would say wait at least another month and really just maul it over because you've got nowhere to go like your parents aren't kicking you out but they do, but they, maybe they have apartments where they're, oh, they're, yeah, they're living at home. Yeah, they're yeah living just, at home. just wait another month and think, give this a lot of thought and think about, is this a person I want to spend at least a year, if not more with, and then start talking about it. Yeah. You don't have to do it right away. Start talking about it and then wait like another month. Yeah, another month after that month. Um, so we're saying four months and then maybe consider doing it like six months out so yeah, 10 the months thing, the thing is is living together 
it doesn't matter how awesome you think each other are. There are going to be things that they do. Every human being has things that they do that get on your nerves. Some more than others. Yeah. And so living together is what you do after you love each other so much that those things don't matter. Yeah. That you can go, okay, it annoys me that you always eat the last waffle, but I love you so much that I just don't care. Is that a concern for you, Travis? God, I love waffles. I worry that three weeks in, you barely know each other well enough to even, like, consider living together. You yeah, know what I mean? I think it's really early, dog. I'd wait. I I'm sure you're cool. I appreciate the sentiment. I, I think it's beautiful that you are are thinking about it now. I'm happy that you're so in love. Yeah. It's also going to put a lot of pressure on your relationship early that sure, it, it may true. not want. But at the same time, maybe you should just do it. But here's the other thing. Then you have to talk about money and who's going to pay for what bills. Oh, love will find a way, Travis. What oh. happened to your heart? Love will find a way. What did Vin Diesel say? That you either have to get busy living together or get busy dying together. Yeah. I think it's time. I think, you know what? I think you're one week late. Ooh. I think you're one week late to the party. I feel like 14 days is long enough to know. Okay, then let's flip the script here and say if, if he's going to bring it up, how does he bring it up? Hey, you know how we've been seeing each other for approximately 22 days? Um, maybe we should cohabitate. Because what did Vin Diesel say? He said, get busy living together or get busy dying together. <laughs> and, then, and then you have Vin Diesel there to ask her. Says, yeah. says hey, Mallory. Mallory, will you live in sin with Jeff? With Jeff Smith? With Jeff <laughs> Smith. He's going to get into some weird things. So you He's just pretty stand cool. By He's a good roommate except for this one thing. There's this one little thing. So hey. here's, here's my other advice if you're just going to jump in. Uh, like full... Uh, immersion therapy tell her every annoying thing that you do and make her tell you every annoying thing that she does day one lock the doors i i'm telling you like this is what Teresa and i did after knowing each other for like three or four months and moving in together i sat her down and said you know i am messy i leave shit all over the floor he's still listening them today every every tuesday oh i forgot wait hold on i thought something else when I spit out my toothpaste, I just spit it right into the mirror. Yep. <laughs> and then I draw faces in it. It's pretty cool. I'm a monster. Um, um, yeah, just just make sure that you both communicate everything, e- even you know after you live together, because that's the downfall of living together. If you don't communicate, you will harbor resentment towards each other for the if, littlest if things. Don't, if you don't communicate, you're going to communicate. Yeah. That's what Vin Diesel says. That is what Vin Diesel said. Have you been reading like Vin Diesel books or something? Is he like a motivational it's guy now? Ten tips, ten tools to being a more effective lover by Vin Diesel. <laughs> I do find him very motivated. That sounds beautiful, Griffin. It is beautiful. He's he's got a beautiful mind and heart. Have you seen Pitch Black? <laughs> uh I want to hear Griffin's last question first, real quick, housekeeping. Maxfunstore.org, you can get or maxfunstore.com, you can get your uh, t shirts. Uh, MBNB AM t-shirts um, and and other Max Fun podcast t-shirts. There's some really cool ones. Are on you guys there. listening to those? I sh- oh god, I sure hope you are. Yeah, they're all really they, funny. Jordan Jesse Go just did an episode with fucking Joshua Molina. Are you kidding Ooh. me? Josh Molina, who it, a lot of people say his name is the best part of the lyrics I wrote to the West Wing theme song. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so that was quite the get I, for them. My favorite part is uh, Richard Schiff. <laughs> You like yeah. that part? Um, <laughs> look for time. that on YouTube, everybody. It's there. Just got to dig it up. Um, what else is go- What else we got cooking? What else is... Uh, we haven't talked about it in a while, but there are some really fun Max Fun forums. If you haven't checked them out, it's it's a really great community. Uh, and every time we post a show uh, that day, like as soon as we post it, there's a forum entry about us, a thread that starts about that episode. So if you have comments you want to make or if you just want to talk about the show, make sure that you go to the Max Fun forums. And check it out and post on there. Uh, if you've uh, some people get in touch with us about uh, us doing guest spots on their podcast, we'd love to do that. Um, note that it probably won't be all three of us. It's hard enough to get us in one room to record. And outside of the hour we record the show, we really hate each other. Yeah, we really do not do not talk that's much. Not, but that's not true. I love but, you guys. But make sure you email us mbmbam at maximumfund.org. dot uh, org. Don't tweet yeah, at us. Don't tweet it. It gets lost in the ether and in the shuffle. Catch it. That said, hey. if you do have that 
uh, NBA hashtag set it up because it is loked in there. Mm-hmm. I want to thank John Roderick and the Long Winters for the use of their song It's a Departure from the album Putting the Days to Bed, which we use as our theme song in Money Zone Break. Uh, if you haven't listened to his new podcast with Merlin Mann, Roderick on the Line, uh, they just did their second episode, and it's super good. Yeah, we need to get that on the network. I'm going to get that on sign, zone. sign them up. Uh, thanks to everybody tweeting about the show. Uh, Ducklips13, LX Batty, uh, Church's Wife, back back in the saddle, as it were. Uh, Fathom, so many. Radstromical, so many great uh, great people. Trey Cup, back, back in full effect. Gowdy James, who got engaged. Oh, man. Gowdy he's James, having a big year. Gowdy, Gowdy James Gowdy got... Uh, yeah, he's having... A, first, he put down those riots. Kimbo2042, thank you. Everybody, you're the, all the best. Jeff Hoare, everybody, you're all the best people. Um, so, God bless you. And uh, thank you for tweeting about the show. NBAM hashtag, just do it. Is that everything? I feel like that's everything. We're trying to get that quicker. I feel like that was pretty We're doing quick. a bad job, though. Let's, let's just shut it down. Uh, this final question was sent in by Catherine Morali, whose name I said very wrong last week. And I would like to take this time to formally apologize. Sorry about that. Uh, she just got married, too, and her new name is Rude. That's kind of a... I've, I've gone far too long. Catherine Morali, Rude. Thank you. Um, it's asked by Yahoo Answers user, No chance without Christ Puncher. Mm. Mm. Who asks... Uh, in all caps, so I'm going to yell it. Was that dog Eddie on Frasier a real dog or computer generated? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother, and me. Kiss your dad. Square on the lips. Keep your heart, three stacks. Keep your heart. Hey, keep your heart, three stacks. Keep your heart. Man, these girls are smart. Three stacks, these girls are smart. Play your part. <laughs> <laughs>